This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, March 14th. So boys basketball last night, Corey. Yep. yep Section yep. 8AA, second round of the playoffs. Yep. Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines were traveling west along Highway 10 up to Holly to take on the Nuggets. Okay. And Holly came away with the 74-54 to when they advance to the next round, they will take on Thief River Falls at Detroit Lakes tomorrow night, I believe. That's a 6 p.m. tip-off for those who are interested. But the Wolverine season does come to a close, and uh, that's a tough Holly team that uh, I know you uh, mm-hmm. went up there for their game against Holly last season in the playoffs. And, yep. uh, they're a very, they didn't graduate many people from that team, I believe, or I, I can't remember. Uh, either way, they played Holly twice in the last two years in the playoffs. And the Wolverines just faced a very athletic, a very tall team in sure. uh, Holly. They had a, a Sensky kid who was six foot five and just could muscle his way to the rim and also out-rebound you just by being taller. And then all of a sudden you sink back because you don't want to you, you want to stop the drive, and then he would just pull up and make a couple threes for good measure. So he had like 26 points. Yeah, yeah, in that's, all, that's tough. So he had what a third of of uh, Holly's points last night. Sure, there's just not much you can do. I thought there, were, you know, a couple Wolverines had some nice games. Peyton Church had around 15 points. Teshi Lore had about 17 or 18. But uh, that's the way it goes for the Wolverines. They recap a 20 win season, a home playoff game, and now it comes to a close. Thief River, you, you mentioned, uh, will play Holly next. Thief River is actually the top team in 8AA. Uh-huh. Uh, they beat Pelican Rapids. And uh, was looking through that. We were talking about it earlier this morning. Upset on the other side of the bracket mm-hmm. as uh, the two-seeded Perm Yellow Jackets fall to Barnesville, 48-42. Barnesville, the seven seed, uh, advancing. What is it about eight double A basketball and a team coming from <laughs> from the middle or below the pack into the into the uh, semifinal round? Barnesville will play the three seed DGF. As we learned last week with the WDC girls team, anybody can beat anybody at this point. Kind of ridiculous, isn't it? So L- it's, it's chalk except for the two seed. It's one versus four, and then three is supposed to play the two, except it's the seven seed <laughs> this time in the Barnesville Trojans. So uh, more upsets happening in eight double A's. It's been chaos. It's been a chaotic bracket, CJ. Chaos. And when <laughs> I when when they ask me, they say, CJ, what do you do when you do a bracket? How do you do it? And I'm like, I do one bracket normally, how I think everything will go. And then I do a chaos bracket because I love the chaos of these tournaments. And, you know, with the NCAA, there's just a lot more ability for chaos. But it's fun to kind of look at a team because if everything went to chalk, then what's the point of playing the games? You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I guess. You, you got to play the games. Every once in a while, you get a little seven seed that makes a run, or you get a Wadena Deer Creek girls team that makes a run. That's I know. Exciting. I'm, uh, you're you're jumping from college to high school and back and forth, and it's confusing my it's confusing my logic. Good. Am I am I am I do, should I throw in another one for good measure? How about if we throw in the NBA? <laughs> I am all. F- uh, yeah, chaos. Chaos is good, probably. 
probably. <laughs> you know, unless you're a high-seeded team, in which case I wish you all the best. In which case, it's chaos is not the thing you're looking for. No, not at if all. If you're one of the higher-seeded teams. <laughs> Avoiding chaos last night was the Henning Hornets. They advanced sure. with a win in the 6A section, boys basketball playoffs, and Battle Lake as well, beating Norman County East Eulen Hitterdahl, who had a little bit of chaos. They were a six-seed. Norman County East was. They beat... Uh, Lake Park Audubon, the three seed, to get to the second round. Battle Lake ends the chaos there. They're the two seed. So it's one and two in 6A North. Henning takes on Battle Lake tomorrow night from Fergus Falls. Yeah, and we'll have that game actually on the Superstation K106 for a Wednesday evening tip-off on the other side of that bracket. Just so you know, BBE is the one seed on the south side. Uh, they beat number four, Hancock, 58-42. And Border West, the two seed, beat the three seed, KMS, 70-62. So BBE and Border West will play at Minnewaska area tomorrow night at 7 for the South Subsection Championship. And then there were some games that took place uh, in Wadena last night for Section 5A uh, in the West subsection games. It was Nevis getting the win over Swanville. I think 90-62 to was the final score in that one. And They've then, scored 183 points in two games, has Nevis. Nevis is off on a little bit of a tear. Uh, and so you had the Tigers that advanced, and then you had a matchup between the Browerville Eagle Valley Tigers and the Pine River Bacchus Tigers. Mm -hmm. Tigers, Tigers, and Tigers, oh my. Uh, and it was Browerville Eagle Valley that got the win over Pine River Bacchus. So we have Nevis and Browerville Eagle Valley will be playing, I believe, at Wadena again yep. for the subsection final on that side of the bracket. Yep, that's tomorrow. That'll be tomorrow night at 7 as well. The other side is Barnum versus Kaleidoscope Charter. Pop quiz, where's Kaleidoscope Charter? I don't know. I'm going to guess it's next to the spot where if you look at it close enough, you'll see like a bunch of shiny colors. Yeah, there is a joke in there, isn't there? Yeah. It's right next to uh, uh, Wind Chime Academy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's I right next to the, to the uh, 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 what do you call it, those little, it's got like the little film and you put it like it's binoculars, but then you flick the thing and then it shows a different image through the binoculars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What, yes. It's one of those. What's the name of those things? Like uh huh. That thing. Know. You An described it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's next to that that academy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you. No, that's exactly right. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> um, we mentioned you mentioned kind of the NCAA tournament. Mm hmm. Um. Uh, we have a our very own uh, bracket challenge on the ESPN through ESPN. It's called Superstation Madness, so if you like to participate and partake in a bracket challenge, it's just for bragging rights in central Minnesota. Uh, head to ESPN's website, fill out their bracket, join the group Superstation Madness. Do you hear us talk about brackets and you think, these guys don't know what they're talking about. I, I know a lot more. You probably do, so go show it by joining the bracket. Can I tell you how much college basketball men's or women's i've watched this season go for it eight nine minutes okay yeah i think i've watched more division two basketball this year than i've watched division one well that's the beaver banter yeah exactly the beeves roll beeves beeves roll damn beeves d-a-m the beeves because they because that's what beavers do 
Yes. They're damn they're damn makers. Builders, if you will. They're damn builders. That's the that is the better way to put it. Those damn builders. Did you know D A M. Did you know two things? Two things about beavers. Yes. Maybe you need first of all, um it's the sound of running water that is what um uh excites them to build a dam. It's not the actual water itself. It's the sound of the running water. If you were to just um, like set loose a beaver in a hallway, uh huh, and turn on just a like artificial running water sound, it would like it would dam up the hallway with whatever it could find. It's the running water. Also, did you know in this the season of Lent that you're allowed to eat beaver? Well, you know they are in the water, so no, that's ex- ex- uh, actually exactly it. Like the like the frontiersmen of America, along the beaver trappers of the of the frontier days, um, in the in the winter this time of year. By this time of year, it had been a long winter, and they were frail creatures. Mm-hmm. And you can't just eat fish; they don't have enough fat. To keep you sustained, uh, sustained for uh, you'll die. They, basically, people were dying. So the Catholic Church, as ruled upon by the Pope himself, permitted beavers to be edible because they come from the water. Uh, so Did what you I, know that isn't that cool? So what I what I take from this is that, like we talked about with brackets. Uh, beavers are chaos. Like the running water thing. Yep. It's not because they they think like, oh, let's dam this up so we can have this water here for ourselves. They're like, eh, it's kind of annoying, actually. Here, yep. let me let me stop that for a second. So on Fridays, when you're not eating uh, meat, you can get a beaver fillet. Dive headfirst into a beaver fillet. That's exactly right. All right, awesome. Never had beaver stew before, but mm, I'm game to try anything. Beaver. Once. Got to imagine it's like squirrel, but a little bit more wet. The, the tail is a very fatty. It's like a regular tail, right? They've got like 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 there's a there's a bone in there, but mm-hmm. then it's it's really fatty around there, and uh, and that if you are a frontiersman struggling to uh, maintain weight, the tail is good for you. All right. Well, there you go. We That's look- all true, by the way. I'm not making any of this up. This I'd- is 100 percent true. I never said you were. I didn't. I'm. I am just clarifying that I'm not trying to be silly. This is actually the truth. <laughs> There's your own little beaver banter for today. You're welcome. <laughs> Bring that to the actual beaver banter. Uh. So the Minnesota Vikings had free agency yesterday. Sure, Corey. sure, sure. Uh, the yeah. opening round, they didn't really make a ton of moves. Uh, the bigger moves were that the Vikings are no longer here, meaning no Adam Thielen, no Eric Kendricks. Dalvin Tomlinson, the Vikings defensive tackle, went to Cleveland. Um, Patrick Peterson signed a two-year deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so the Vikings oh. have lost a lot of veteran members. Goodbye. Of their defense, they did sign as the biggest move, I think, for them. Uh, Marcus Davenport, he's an edge rusher for the New Orleans Saints. He was graded as one of the best pass rushers of last season. He signs a one-year deal worth $13 million. And then they also sign John Oliver. No, not that John Oliver, From HBO? No, not the... They signed the British comedian? Not the British comedian whose job is to make fun of Americans. No. I uh, like his round glasses. (laughs) He's going to just go into training camp and be like, what's the deal 
with with this. No, Adam. no, no, no. Keep going. Why I, stop now? No, I I just didn't have a word. I don't watch John Oliver. I don't know what he Keep does. Keep the accent going. This is fun. Let's do more accents on the morning sports desk. Uh, this is the accent portion. Uh, anyway, John Oliver's a, a uh, he's described as a blocking tight end. Okay. But upon hearing other people talk about him, say, yeah, he is a blocking tight end. That was his calling card in Baltimore, where he was. Uh, but also because Baltimore has Mark Andrews, one of the best pass-catching tight ends, so they just told him to block. And so he just had to get really good at blocking because that was the only way he could keep his job. So people say like he could be more of a receiving threat, but also Kevin O'Connell mentioned in the offseason that the Vikings want to get more of two tight ends, want to get more running formations. No, they don't. And all that kind of stuff. That's the thing. is they Everybody was clamoring that the Vikings were doing it too much in uh, very run-heavy packages, and then now they spread it out a little bit, and after one year they want to go, nah, actually, let's go back to what Mike Zimmer was doing. So um, I would imagine um, Johnny Munt's not back. No, probably the end of the road for old Munster. So that's what this guy is, right? He's he's Conklin, he's Speaking Munt, of Holly, he's... Ben Ellefson, probably not coming back. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, maybe, right? Yeah. He'd be. A, I mean, he'd, well, he's a blocking tight end. If you just signed a guy who's particularly a blocking tight end, you probably don't need two of them. Well, he was the third tight end anyway, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, whatever. The, yeah, whatever. He's not going to be the primary. He's not there to be the primary guy. That's do, okay. So, do you think the Vikings still keep Zadarius Smith because he wants to be traded? Uh, or it wants to be cut, rather. Sure. If you're the Vikings, since you have Davenport, do you now think Smith is extendable, expendable? Like, you can get rid of him, you could trade him? Or do you say, like, nah, I want Zadarius Smith, Daniil Hunter, and Marcus Davenport trying to meet at the quarterback? Well, I don't, I mean, it, it is if depth is your goal, then you should keep Zadarius. But it... it I don't. I whatever. I, I this is. I'm gonna sound insensitive. I don't care. <laughs> I think the biggest thing with this Vikings defense is that they're making a clear and concerted effort to say that like next year on defense we're going to be not great, yep. but we're not going to be great because we're trying to rebuild it, not because we just brought in a bunch of veterans and hope that it all stuck together for one more year. As of now, it seems like they're moving forward with the plan. Like if it just stops right here, it's gonna feel weird. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like they're they have a plan and they're trying to sort it out. They're trying to reconfigure. You know? Well, they're still over the cap, so some some yeah. roster moves still have to be made. Well, that might answer your Zadarius question. Exactly. The uh, dawning of the age of Zadarius was a quick one. It was a quick one. It was like winter in maybe, the Arctic Circle. <laughs> maybe when he leaves, he'll finally produce that Zadarius parody song. Yeah, I st- I, uh, I got as far as the dawning of the age of Zedarius. <laughs> <laughs> but if you just keep humming that over and over, I think yeah. you're good. Well, maybe if he comes back. Yeah, maybe if he comes back. We're pulling for you, Z. We're pulling. Meet at the quarterback. <laughs> Meet at the quarterback. Because they did not do that at all uh, in the second half of last season. Skull or something. Skull and, and all that jazz. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, March 14th.